Three, two, one, and we're good. We're back. What? It's Missless. It's and... Jono. Say what's up, everybody. Hi. So we're back. Um, so recently, I watched a documentary called "What Was It Called?" Eating animals. Eating animals. And it basically made me decide to be a vegetarian, potentially a vegan. And so Joe watched it. And so we have a lot a lot of points to make about this. Yeah. Also, why I want you to open this. Okay. Why don't you start? All right. So I got home from work a couple weeks ago, and I had to be back the next day. So I just wanted to watch something easy on Hulu. And so I found that documentary. And I had been thinking about for a while to become vegetarian or vegan for health benefits. Plus, like, I don't eat a lot of meat. And I've heard other people saying how much better they feel when they don't eat meat. And I just want to see if there would be health benefits or if, like, it'd make me feel better mentally or, like, whatever. So starting the new year, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just, like, slowly take things out. Like, I'll take red meat out. I can do chicken and fish or, like, whatever. And then, like, I'll slowly start taking things out. But then I watch this documentary and I haven't been able to eat meat since. And it's been almost two weeks. And so it's, you, it's so okay. So it's been 22 days because it's January 22nd. And 22 yeah. days of no meat at all. No, I started. So no red meat since before the new year. But. It's January 23rd, my bad. It's fine. Um, but it's been. Almost 14 days, like, no meat. Okay. But I've definitely been eating animal products, like cheese. Do you feel better? Um, I feel, I feel the same. I mean, I've been eating, like, a, way more vegetables than I ever have in my whole life, if okay. I'm being completely honest. Are you doing shakes to change it up, or is it salads and, like, um, what's your protein? Protein? So you can get protein from, like, chia seeds, lentils. It's a lot of beans and nuts. Okay. Basically. You're not bored yet? Um, some days I am, but I actually got a, so you know like Blue Apron delivers food yeah. to your door or whatever, so I got something called the Green Chef, and it's like all vegan, so I got that meal plan, plus like all the stuff that gets packaged in is like 100% biodegradable, so I feel like that's a win-win for everybody. Okay. So... I I gave up meat. I think I did it two or three years in a row for Lent for yeah. forty days, and um, the biggest I didn't feel a difference. I didn't crave meat though, which is weird. Yeah. Um, it was actually a lot easier than I thought it would be, but it was just meat, so I was eating like dairy products, obviously. Yeah. But um, what did I want to say with the not eating meat thing? The biggest thing for me was. It's just a burden on, like, everybody else. My, every time my mom cooked, she had to make, yeah. like, a separate meal for me. Yeah. Um, that's the hardest thing is because it's kind of – it's literally a life change. It is All a life change. your friends eat meat. I've never cooked more in my life in the last two weeks. Like, because I have to – you literally have to prepare for every single meal because you can't just, like, grab something that's easy. Right. Like, you have to make things, like – because and it's like you can't just eat lentils like you'll go fucking crazy like very true you need different types of vegetables and like it's a lot of variety and like putting the meals together is like what i find to be like the most overwhelming thing so that's why i wanted to do the food delivery service because um what's I feel up like with the colors by me, the way blue apron green chef i don't know i don't know why it's blue apron green chef is probably because it's like Oh, greens, la- lettuce, salads, okay. Yeah, and that it's like sense. vegan stuff. Like, that makes sense. Blue Apron, I have no idea. They also have the purple carrot. See? Yeah. 
I never made that connection. Yeah. I wonder why. Weird. Primary colors, right? Blue is. Blue. I know red's a primary color. Blue and red make purple. True. So yeah, they're power colors. Yeah, my cousin Mario, uh, him and his wife, I think are full vegan, and they've been like that for a while. He swears by it. He swears when he eats food that's not vegan stuff. Because you're saying that when you you told him that you did the no meat thing for Len, but he said you didn't do it right. And that's why you didn't feel a difference. Yeah, I think, I don't know if 40 days is enough, and I didn't, he's like full vegan. Yeah. So I don't even know if he eats eggs. I don't know, I don't think so. I think he's like a tofu guy. I think. I think he's a tofu guy. But I don't know if pho, is that vegan? Pho? Pho? No, pho is like a style of food. Can you eat chicken broth? Or is that, because it's a soup. Good question. I know, I know. Is he's pho vegan. chicken broth base? Yeah, right. It's. it's I don't know. I don't know enough about. Pho is a traditional Vietnamese. We got a fact checker. That o- that almost always contains thinly sliced strips of beef. Okay, obviously without the beef. Br- uh, beef broth, a meal that is seemingly difficult to make into a tasty yeah, I feel like beef, version. I feel like beef broth um, isn't vegan. Luckily, the VRG has posted a popular recipe for vegetarian pho. Okay. Because I feel like it's way easier to be vegetarian than it is to be vegan. 100%. Because, like, if you think... You don't realize how much, like, our daily diet is affected by animal products. Right. Like, say, like, you love bagels. Like, that's egg. Mm-hmm. Right there. Right. And I love bagels. And that's, like, been the hardest thing is, like, seeing things be like, Because, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not doing this because I hate meat. Like, I love meat. Like, I love Taco Bell in chicken nuggets more than anybody that I know. So it's like, you're like, I can't eat that. It's like, it's a little sad, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I just feel like I can't justify it after, like, especially after watching the documentary and it's just... What about people that hunt for their own meat? Is that different? I'm not sure. I'm I'm sure it's different. For for you, would it make you feel like for your psyche... This is my thing, because you know me, like, I'm, like, a, like, hippie at heart, and okay. so, like, everything's but connected. You're, but you're, like, a normal like, hippie, because some hippies you can't have conversations with, and you don't, like, want to hang out with them. Yeah, like, I still I don't shave get that my armpits and legs, right. for okay. sure. You're not, doing yo- you're not doing yoga and, like, period blood, because that's a thing, too. <laughs> no, I'm you not know, doing that. You know what I'm talking about? You see that picture? Uh, they, they're bleeding right through their, like, white oh yoga God. pants. Oh, God. Yeah, that's... It's a little OD. I don't have a. (laughs) My thing with vegans is like I used to hate them, couldn't stand them. Every time you went to an Instagram thing, Mm -hmm. it would say like vegan and adventurer or whatever. Yeah. Like why do you have to announce it? It's like pedo, and it's like in your face. Yeah. Like I don't put meat eater in my in in my in my profile. Yeah. If you're eating a diet that you want to eat, and if it's if you feel like it's the most optimal diet for you, and you feel like you'll feel better. Just health-wise, yeah, I have no problem with that. But if you're doing it because you think you're saving animals or you're you're changing the world, then it's like, come on. But dude. I think it has to be multifactorial because I don't think you can do like any di- like take like the whole vegan thing off the table. Any diet that you do, like you need to have multiple reasons as to why you're doing it. Otherwise, you're not going to stick to it. Like as much as like anybody can say like, oh, I love animals. That's why I'm not doing it. That's not your only reason because that's not enough. Like it needs to be multifactorial. And like for me, like yes, like. Animals is part of it, but at the same time, like, I understand as humans, like, we're the top of the food chain, and, like, 
I don't know enough about the art. Like, my brother-in-law has given me a lot of shit for doing this. Like, he'll DM me, like, anti-vegan stuff yeah. all day. <laughs> and he's like, you're supposed to eat meat, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know enough about the science. I probably should about, like, are humans really supposed to eat meat or really not? Are we really, carn- like, not carnivores? Like, I don't know. So, like... We have to, I feel like we have to be... So, it's like, part of it is, like, if, like... And we'll get into this too. Is like you know the effects on the environment, the way that our food is produced, and health reasons. And you know, for me, like spiritually, like there's like some arguments of like that meat tends to like lower like your vibrations or whatever. So it's like I just wanted to see if like it would help with that, if it would make me feel better, and plus like like after and I couldn't look at meat at work like in the cafeteria without feeling sad the next day after watching this documentary because it's like it's so terrible how these animals are treated and, right like, there's no way around that yeah and, like i'm against factory farming like i don't think that's yeah. in the documentary it's fucked up what they do 100 percent. yeah Yeah. so they're they're like killing pigs or whatever the case may be cows and sometimes there's sick cows that's better that they're milking and it's got like their udders are huge, and they're just fed with steroids, and it's all for profit and like. Well, maximizing. it's antibiotics, not steroids. Okay. Yeah, so they're actually called C- CAFOs or concentrated animal feeding operations. So that's where like you see like the vegans or PETA, where it's like all of these like especially chickens all huddled together. They have no room to like move around. They are not in sunlight, and um, the biggest. And we and we've done some research and looked up like what were like the pros and cons of this documentary because like with anything like obviously something this documentary is gonna have its own agenda of like wanting you to not eat meat yeah. clearly, and um, and so you know they're gonna try to prove their point so you need to look at all the the sides, scope of it the everything. scope of it and like there are things that like were left out that are good points. Um, but I think the biggest takeaway from it is just, like, how miserable the animals in these CAFOs, like, how their lives are. Like, they don't have a life. And then they show, like, free-range farmers that are, like, growing these pigs and chickens that are, like, allowed to run around the farm, like, and how happy they are. It's, like, such a stark contrast. So. Yeah. And it was, like, and you saw, like, the chickens, like, how obese looking I think one are. of the stats was every chicken had three square feet to like move around not even yeah, it's fucked up or some of them couldn't even walk yeah and it's like you're if you have like 30,000 chickens like you're cleaning up like at least 25 carcasses a day yeah that's a lot it's not good no and I think the other issue is that and, and this is what I've, I've been telling people that I've been doing it. it's like you know obviously these animals are mistreated this and that but like these animals in these CAFOs are diseased like they're not healthy animals and so they're being pumped with antibiotics which is we're eating those animals which is also contributing to um, antibiotic resistance in humans so it's like it's just it what was it? I don't know if you remember the statistic that was in the documentary but it was like Close to like fifty percent of antibiotic production goes directly to the CAFO animals. I don't know the statistic, but that's it was something. It even was something if it's forty percent, like, high like that, yeah. yeah, it's nuts. But um, I don't know. Getting back to the vegan thing, yeah. 
it's we were talking about this earlier it's like a privileged way of eating right one of erica's friends said yeah, that and it, it made a lot of sense is. it's expensive it's expensive people and in third world countries just can't do it no and i feel like this came from our lives being very easy if that yeah. makes sense like you we could just go to a store grab food and come back right and if we were laborers and we were like working and doing very labor intensive work and hunting to survive yeah i don't think anybody would be a vegan I think you're physically your body would just demand so much more like caloric consumption. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we're very like we live a very like sedentary lifestyle as Americans. So it's easier. Yeah. It definitely is and that was another issue with this is that um this way of producing animal meat has cut off because, like, I think there's more of an appreciation for people that hunt their own food for, like, the animal that they kill. Where it's, like, we don't see that at all. So then we don't have, like, that appreciation or respect for that animal. Yeah. Which is another point that the documentary had And made. people think that they're not not everybody hunts to, like, put a, a deer head on their wall. Like, they're hunting yeah. because of their love and appreciation for that animal. I feel like they appreciate it more. They treat it with more respect because they know it's feeding their entire family. Um, I also feel like... You know, a, a lot of their, a lot of the conservation comes from hunters. Like they pay tags for the deer, and mm. deer population now is more than it's ever been ever. So, regardless, like the government ends up having to shoot down deer or wild hogs. Yeah. So why do that for free when like the the carcass just rots to death and nobody benefits off it? When you could pay, when hunters can pay for the tag, yeah. shoot the animal, eat it, respect it, and the conservation place gets money for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was that big uprising about that. He was a doctor or a dentist, and he killed, like, the last hippo. I don't know well, if it was like, the black rhino thing. The, I feel like with an endangered species or, like, an animal like a hippo but or they, they, were, they had to kill it anyway. It was, oh, okay. There were, like, four or five left. There was a very limited amount left, and, and he was getting aggressive and older as a male and, like, killing off the young. Mm-hmm. So they were they were either going to have the government kill it. This guy paid a lot of money, like $100,000, or something to pay for the tag shot it and then they like fed the whole village of like where oh. that place was okay um whereas the alternative would have been the government just kills it and that's it you know what i mean yeah and i think that's different but you know there are people that are killing animals just to kill animals and they don't have that appreciation and respect for them like poachers like but it's illegal but doesn't mean it doesn't stop them from right doing that's illegal true shit, but know? i mean that's a start like you can't do this or you go to jail and there are anti-poachers that go out looking for poachers that's true so it's not like we're not doing anything about it. Yeah. But for I just don't like when people kind of. Well, there was a, what was that word that that article used? Anthropomorphism. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like humanizing the animal. Remember when they shot that, uh, like Harambe? Yeah. That's that's humanizing an animal, or like you, when we give like kids or teddy bears or someone we love like little teddy bears you, mm-hmm. you look at a bear and you think it's a cute and like loving it's a teddy bear it's cuddly but in reality it'll maul you <laughs> yeah. like bears are vicious vicious animals and they should definitely we should be watching their population and that's the other thing is population control because if we don't kill deer for hunt like hunters don't kill yeah. deer th- car accidents statistics like shoot through the roof people are getting you know they're running into cars left and right right so I, I was like, you're telling me that Winnie the Pooh is an example of humanizing anth- animals. Anthropomorphism, yeah. yeah. I can't pronounce it, so I'm not even going to try to say that yeah, yeah. word. <laughs> I'll butcher it for sure. But we see it a lot. I don't know if you ever played Mortal Kombat. 
No. There's that guy that was like a half guy, half horse. So like a That's Sagittarius? A, is that what those are? I don't know. I know that's like a zodiac uh, sign. Was, that's like a half man, half no a centaur, right? I don't know the name. I forgot the guy's name, but he was. That's a, also a form of uh, anthropomorphism. Huh. We have. I have a joke at that with one of my friends, Ron. We just make fun of them. The the, the word. It's like a <laughs> inside joke. But um, but yeah, getting back into like eating animals. It's a it's a cool documentary. I liked it. Yeah. But it didn't say anything like I didn't already know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except for the ag gag laws. I think that's yeah. stupid. So. Ag-gag laws are the laws that they put in place to protect all these, like, big companies from having people mm-hmm. go in there and record how like they're... Like Purdue. Yeah, how, how they're going and slaughter all these animals. I think they should be opening their doors and letting people know, like, listen, this is how we do it. It's very humane. It's clean. But instead, obviously, they have a lot of things to hide because it's yeah. literally They illegal. won't even let people on their property. Right. And, like, they showed that. People are trying to go and get a tour, but they're like, get the fuck off our property. We don't want you here. What were your thoughts on the experiments that were being done in the government with agricultural and animals? Do you remember that part? Remind there. me again. Um, They were just, like... It's like one of the things, and this was like a little disturbing. Um, you, they run experiments to see how many times like a bull would mount a cow alone, just the two of them, like within like an hour period. Oh, to maximize like sperm or whatever. Right, and so they experiment like how many times they would attempt to mount the Do cow. You, I don't remember that part. And so for some reason, they put a cow like in like a metal headlock thing, so this cow can't move in a pen with five bulls. To the point where, like, this cow broke her legs and was, like, literally, like, her and her Achilles tendons were, like, destroyed. And she was basically, like, raped to death. And it's, like, what's, like, what what scientific benefit could you get from doing that to an animal? Right. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, yeah. how is that humane? You know? Just to maximize profits. That's stupid. I don't think that that's cool. No. And so it's, like, it's things like that. It's, like, it just makes me, I don't know. It just makes makes me feel like bummed as hell yeah it's fucked up and it's like the world isn't perfect unfortunately but i feel like i don't know we're trying purdue is pretty shitty but aren't there actual and it's harder for these actual farmers to keep up with well, pe- those yeah big because companies. it's like it's kind of like you know like pharmaceutical companies monopolize like research for like medical outcomes so it's kind of hard to like do something that's like non-pharmacological where it's like purdue tyson and these big like meat companies that kind of monopolize like the animal industry and like the meat industry so it's hard to, to kind of like make your way and one of the things that they were saying is that these com- these big companies make it hard for these humane farmers to get their animals slaughtered in a humane way because they put all these fees at the on the slaughterhouses yeah I and another issue and Another issue with the CAFOs is that a lot of these farms are contributing to um, climate change and global warming, which is a huge issue. That's true, too. So it's like, and so it's like you have, like, this documentary, like, made some very, very valid, serious points, but at the same time, it's like, how do you fix that? And I don't think just, and like, for me, like, if I want to be a vegetarian, vegan, like, that's my thing. Like, I'm I'm not going to push my agenda and it's, it shouldn't be an agenda. Like, it's for me, you know? Like, I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, I'm a vegan. You shouldn't be eating Yeah, if you go chicken. on YouTube, there's thousands of videos of vegans. Like, 
approaching restaurant owners and like picketing yeah, and it's like, like now just, you're fucking up the guy's business you're just being annoying it's like, so dumb you can be a vegan and be quiet about yeah it. just mind your business like let people do whatever they want to do that's my whole thing and just if you're as long as you're not yeah. bothering me you want to eat <laughs> salad for the rest of your life it's fine yeah but if i want to eat burgers every single day that's that's fine too like yeah and like i understand some people like really care about animals but it's like at the end of the day like but a lot of people care hell? about a lot of things, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, some people care about a Mercedes Benz more than another person or uh, another political issue. People care about Donald Trump. Some people don't. Some people care about abortion. Some people don't. It's like, yeah, it's this big. I'm like moving my hands right now. It's like a weight. Those weight yeah. Yeah. That goes back and forth. But I feel like there definitely is something to be said with these kind of things and like cancer, for example. Yeah, I th- um, and that was that's something I said to one of my friends. It was like after watching this and seeing how diseased these animals are, we're eating these animals. Like no wonder, like rates of cancer have gone up astronomically since like the fifties, sixties, and that's kind of when these types of meat farms have popped up too. Is like the fifties, sixties, and it's also like polluting like the water sources. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of people eating healthy, and like yes, it's more expensive, but I also heard that people say like. You can either pay for it now or pay for it later in hospital True, bills. like cancer's expensive. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, and I guess veal is kind of messed up. Like, they, it's like a baby a cow, bit. and it doesn't move, so it doesn't build enough muscle, so it's, like, really tender when you eat it. Yeah. I remember the first time I learned about that. I was, like, a kid because we would drive by this farm with cows, and you would see, like, the little, like, white huts or whatever that they keep calves in so they don't move right I remember like asking my mom I'm like mom what is that and like well that's where they keep baby calves in so they don't move I'm like why would they do that it's like so their meat is tender I'm like so not only are these animals not able to run around like they're also babies and I just yeah. were being like so upset about that <laughs> yeah it's messed up and good on them for having Natalie Portman uh narrate that i feel like that was that's the only way i got you to watch this i, I told natalie you natalie portman, portman was i didn't know it was gonna be just her it. voice I thought she should be standing there with a microphone or something yeah it's just her voice it's just kind of like morgan freeman on the animal planet <laughs> i loved her in that movie the professional she was like five years old though but she was like really I good see that movie. oh my god it's so good it's about a it's about a hitman okay she's yeah. a great actress unreal yeah but we have it playing right now in the background on mute, and I'm just looking, and it's like they just showed a cow that was only on its front legs. Well, that's the cow I was were, telling were, you about. Oh. That was a cow. Well, really, and I, we had to fact check this, but the, how they were talking about, like, the pus going in the milk, it's not pus, it's white blood cells. Yeah, because the, the they were making the argument of, like, why you shouldn't eat meat, but then I think they were also trying to make the point of why you shouldn't eat animal products either, so they tried saying that there was, like, pus in milk, and it really was just white blood cells, which is not pus yeah um but i feel i feel like society is already shifting people are eating healthier because people are more aware i feel like people are definitely become more like, aware. almond milk was never a thing growing up for yeah. me and that's the other thing it's like is this like people are becoming aware of like what's healthier is it just like a trend you know that's true too no i feel like it's here to stay you do yeah i hope so like more people are aware like you even on instagram there's so many fit people oh god don't even start <laughs> so i told one of my coworkers about this documentary and i was like i really haven't been able to eat meat since and like blah 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 so i was like we should do a challenge we should do meatless march to see if like if there's any difference and she was getting like gonna get her husband on board so we're gonna do that 
I might I mean, try that. I'm already like doing it technically. And and I'm really excited about this green chef thing so I could like learn how to make meals that are actually really appetizing and not sad looking. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever seen lentils? Yeah, mjaddara. We have it in Real our Real sad culture. looking yeah. by themselves. They mix it with rice. It's good. My mom makes it, it really They're good. delicious, but. They're really good for you too. Yeah. I think it's a superfood. It is. It, that's one of the things that has a lot of protein. Chickpeas uh, have a lot of protein too. Hummus. Did you uh, Yeah, know? Mediterranean cuisine got it right. I mean, obviously we eat yeah. meat and stuff too, but there's a lot of. Yeah the vegetarian side to it so something that i was learning so with a lot of vegan meals there's you have to learn how to like substitute things and so obviously egg is non not okay as like a vegan so i was trying to find like egg substitute and they're saying there's this recipe i found on pinterest to do like an egg scramble a vegan egg scramble so it's like you take it tastes like dog shit, I'm sure. It doesn't taste like eggs, obviously, but it's just like the consistency more than anything, and it's something what is different. It? Um, so they use a chickpea, but did you know the chickpeas come in a can? Yep. And so it's like that liquid. It's called like aguawar or something. I'm butchering that name too, but there's a name for it um, for the liquid that they sit in in the can, and you that can has like that? an has an eggy consistency so like you can substitute that for eggs in like a bunch of different recipes oh wow yeah i can see that actually really is it was it good did you when you ate it um i don't i didn't i'm a big fan of chickpeas i love chickpeas it was pretty good I'm but it's like they had like a lot of greens in it too and i was like pretty full from that and that's been another thing is like finding the balance between like yeah are you enough. always hungry sometimes and that's like what i'm trying to like learn is like how i don't feel hungry oh it's tough i actually have to talk to my cousin mario and see how he does it because he lost a lot of weight he's i think he's probably the healthiest he's ever been but i still think he's soft (laughs) was he overweight before no i don't i wouldn't say overweight but like he had a little belly okay um and him and his wife they eat really healthy now and they got three girls good for them yeah so they're killing it so i made mexican quinoa stuffed peppers crushed that recipe so i was like and this was like the first couple days so i was like feeling really good i'm like i could do this like no problem and the next day i tried to make um quesadillas with like black beans and sweet potatoes and vegan cheese is the most sad cheese i've ever eaten in my life how do you even do that so it like they're shredded cheese. I don't know how they make it, but I was reading up on it, and I guess usually the vegan cheese that you buy in the store tastes like crap. So you can make it yourself, and it usually tastes better. So I'm gonna try to do that. I'm in deep, man. So I'm just gonna let you guys know what the film gets right. So the many of the animals that we eat lead pretty miserable, pretty miserable lives. Yeah. Um, so obviously we should p- be paying attention to that. Um, best case scenarios, the farms where animals live outside and farmers talk about stewardship and welfare. Livestock, actually this is stupid. <laughs> I don't know what that's saying. But in terms of what the film got wrong, uh, chickens aren't genetically engineered. So they've been conventionally bred to this fast-growing, injury-prone incarnation. And there isn't pus in milk. Those are actually white blood cells, which aren't the same thing. And uh, Natalie Portman's narration is just a little bit misleading. <laughs> so the liquid that chickpea sit in is called aqua faba. 
Like fava beans? Aquafaba. Yeah, okay. Chickpea liquid. But I definitely, even... I don't know how you can't eat... Eggs are like one of my favorite things on earth. I, uh... I eat it almost every day. And the, the, the science goes back and went back and forth on that. First, it's like the yellow oak is bad for your cholesterol. Yeah. It makes it high. And now they're saying that it's not. And have you ever had eggs from like a chicken? Yeah. <sighs> That's a stupid question. Like a fresh. Yeah. Like a fresh, fresh, egg. Like, like a fresh egg from somebody's <laughs> backyard. Yeah. The yolk is a different color. It's like more rich. It's more full. Mm-hmm. It tastes so much better. Probably because it's not from one of these freaking farms. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of truth to that well there was one of the guys he was in the film raised free range pigs and he he sold he sells his pork or whatever to restaurants and there's one restaurant owner was like i don't know like what you do but your like your pork is the best tasting pork i've ever had and like He's saying how happy the animals are, and like they, and these. I think what's like most heartbreaking about this film is how much these farmers actually love their animals, and then the day they t- they have to like put them on a truck to go to a slaughterhouse, like they're like these grown men like in tears. Yeah, and it like breaks my heart a little bit. It's a real thing. My aunt um, Belinda, she we they had like eight chicken in their backyard, and when one of them died, she thinks that like they're her pets. She won't eat them. Yeah. But it's chicken. Like you can eat it, but she won't. She won't do it. She feels yeah. like they're like her little kids. She's humanizing just it just for the eggs. Yeah, that's her <laughs> pets. It's like they're like family, but the eggs are so good. Oh my god! Yeah. Like to the to the point where I want one. And I checked the zoning laws. I can get a chicken coop here. You can do chicken coops, but I think a lot of towns don't let you have roosters. Which is fine because I don't want it cooing. Cooing. <laughs> Roostering. What's the word for it? There's a word for it. Def- Cawing. No. C- Cockadoodling. Cockadoodle doing. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, waking up everybody in the whole neighborhood at four thirty in the morning. I'm all set with that. Roosters are kind of pointless, to be honest. I think they just protect the chicken. But if there's no danger, well, they also or they want to fertilize. fertilize the eggs. They just sit on it. I'm sure something else. That happens. was a wild fact that I learned that chickens have eggs that aren't fertilized. Yeah, and they sit on them too. Yeah. Are they confused? What do you mean? The chicken? No, so like you need a rooster like a, to fertilize the To egg. fertilize, but why do the chicken after know. they lay the egg sit on it still? To keep them, I don't know. Warm? Habit? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I just learned We should something. do some research. We should do some that. research. We should get a farmer on here. Um, But yeah, but real quick, just I just wanted to make the point like in terms of life and killing animals and making them like live and why we shouldn't be butchering these things it's like life eats life it just always has been that way yeah uh to the point where and i think i've even mentioned this before i don't know if it was on here to somebody else but i heard it on the joe rogan podcast is that plants are life and they they are alive Mm -hmm. right and to the point where like if an animal's chewing on a plant nearby the, the 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 other plant can hear them and they'll literally change their like chemical biological taste so yeah. they're bitter just as like a defense mechanism and that's the whole like thing like we're all connected a lot more than we think we are that and like the amount of damage that if if everybody was a vegan so i feel like there's a balance right there has to be because yeah. if we all ate meat a, a lot of us do then i don't know if we would be able to keep up and that's why there's all this factory farming bullshit but if we were all vegans like they would have to plant so much more 
agriculture, I mm-hmm. guess. And that takes away from the free-ranging, like, lions and tigers and other shit, and it kills them off, too. You think so? So it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. So I told you my brother-in-law was sending me, like, anti-vegan hate mm-hmm. in my DMs. This is one thing he sent me. It was like a Yahoo article. It was like, vegans take twice as many sick days as meat eaters. So I was like laughing. <laughs> so then he was like sending me like pictures of slabs of meat and how vegans are idiots. And so I've just been sending him pictures of these hot men on Instagram that like are on Instagram because they have like plant-based diets and they're vegans. And like after I sent one, like he didn't say anything. <laughs> you see how corny that is? Like why even say that? Like, that look, should come up in conversation. He's a hot guy. Age 20, age 30. Like the 10-year challenge. I, mean, I guess. Like he's in good shape. Yeah, and he's a vegan. But maybe his brain is fried because he's not getting enough <laughs> like energy to it. What about him? Does his brain look fried? There's a guy. <laughs> I don't know. No, it doesn't. There's a guy on YouTube that was eating pizza and then he started pull, crying. I like, my head on his chest. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it might be mushy. Soft. No, that's a muscular chest. A salad muscular chest. A salad I feel like there's a difference. <laughs> but there's people that eat only meat. There's a meat diet where you eat only meat and they're in the best shapes of their lives and they take tests and their blood's in great shape. And then there's people that eat nothing but a vegan diet and they're also like, yeah. so where's, I feel like they're both right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the meat eaters don't put meat eater on their, on their profiles. Mm, I haven't found one. Do you think that people really, like, they don't eat a vegetable? It's just meat all day, every yeah, day. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Peterson. Who's he? What, what he has doing? a very rare condition where it's like an autoimmune disease. Yeah. Where if he eats anything except meat, he has all these problems with his body. So him Ooh. and his daughter, actually. And they just started both eating nothing but meat. And every single symptom went away. Huh. Every single one. Do you one. know what the autoimmune I is? can find out for you. You definitely should. That's so crazy. Yeah, dude. I think, honestly, I it's think like it's like... It's yang. There's a balance. I think that's just like... I think it's personal preference. And I honestly think... I truly believe that like no body is like made the same. And like what might work for me might not work for your body. Like say like you do like the meat diet and maybe your body responds really well to it. But if I did it, maybe like my body doesn't respond as well to it. Because I think like our chemistries are just different. And, like, some people just, like, the, with their body chemistry, like, they just tolerate certain diets better than other ones. Yeah, that And makes I don't sense. think that, like, one size fits all, you know? Um. So, here, real quick, I'll just read this to you. At 26-year-old, this is Jordan Peterson's daughter, uh, her name is Michaela Peterson, mm-hmm. says she's finally been able to cure herself of depression, rheumatoid arthritis, and a myriad, myriad? Myriad? Myriad of, of, of other <laughs> chronic illnesses. Um, so a self-described sick child, Peterson experienced juvenile rheumatoid arthritis at the age of seven. She was given immunosupportive treatments, including injections of Enbrel and methotrexate. Mm -hmm. That's typically used in cancer chemotherapy. Um, and then she eventually required her to undergo hip and ankle replacement surgery at the age of 17. Then she was diagnosed with severe depression, anxiety at the age of 12. And then she was prescribed a very high dose of Ciprolex, an SSRI antidepressant. Mm Mm-hmm. And then years of pharmaceutical treatment to manage her symptoms. 
Uh, she took a step of her own. She began a diet what, known widely as the ketogenic diet, and it yeah. appeared to be working wonders. Solved almost all of her problems. It was like a month and my arthritis was gone and my skin cleared up, she says. But ketogenic isn't just straight up meat. She might have tweaked it a little bit. So, because that's like high fat, high calories. Yeah. Um, no carbs. on the premise that carbs intake is drastically lowered or stopped entirely, yeah. and then the body must find a new primary source of energy. So instead of you burning... Carbohydrates. Glucose. Well, because the body, you, our, our bodies run on glucose. And right. so we burn off glucose. And so somebody on the ketogenic diet, their body operates on ketones. Yes, which is the carbs, right? No. Or the, or the fat. Ketones. So your body goes, when you don't have like a glucose reserve for energy, your body thinks that you're going in starvation mode. And when you're in starvation mode, your body will go in keto- ketosis. And so your body will produce ketones, which is how you get your energy and that's why and that's the whole ketogenic diet is like tricking your body thinking you're going to starvation mode so your body produces ketones hmm yeah but it worked for these two yeah now experts are saying that they're not convinced but there's experts that say they're not convinced about well a lot of shit like there's experts that think the earth is flat but I think the issue is so the ketogenic diet obviously is non-pharmacological and I think like big pharma tries to it's hard to do research on anything that's non-pharmacological because then you don't get, like, the grants or the funding because Big Pharma is, like, in everybody's pocket. Right. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. But I think it is starting to Which catch Which is why up. weed is still illegal, or... <laughs> Probably. On a federal level. But, um... So, like, with the keto... Because uh, the ketogenic diet actually works really well for kids with epilepsy. It cures epilepsy, which gets people off of seizure medication. Tell that to a vegan parent, though. A vegan parent? Oh, yeah. And that was that other thing I was thinking. I was like, you know, like, if I have, if I stick with this and I have kids, would it be ethical to, like, make my kids vegetarian vegan? Or, like, would I, I don't know. I'd have to do research. Yeah, I feel like if you want them to be healthy and eat, like, healthier things, for sure. I don't think there's anything wrong with a hot dog on a summer day when they're, like, after a long day, they're running around and, you know what I mean? But... That's. I'm not going to tell you how to raise your kids. Yeah, true. (laughs) They'll come over to Uncle Joe's house and have a bunch of hot dogs without telling you. (laughs) I don't know. There's some people that think that meat is poisonous and that the body wasn't designed to eat meat and that our teeth, those aren't really canines. And because of the way that our esophagus is formed, that like we don't, we we lack the specific enzyme to properly digest meat. I've read all this crazy shit. But then there are other people that are like, we wouldn't have gotten to the civilization that we're civilization that we are in if we hadn't eaten meat because it's helped formulate our brain and yeah the chemical compounds and it just you know the amount of carbs that you get means that you could do more work and like hunter gatherer type thing mm-hmm. plus like if you were hunting and gathering you'd have to fucking wait for the plant to grow you know what i mean so you'd starve to death yeah so there you had to have an alternative maybe that's what it was that's what i'm saying i feel like it's a fine line between the two yeah you can't That's, just eat plants. Uh, you could now, you could. but you couldn't a thousand years ago. I mean, I. Yeah, I guess it would depend on like what kind of tribe. Like, think you're about in. the people that were building the pyramids in the desert. Yeah. All those like. But do you workers, think? But do you think that meat was? The, like, a, I feel like meat was probably a scarce thing, so you wouldn't. It would be like a delicacy if you were able to eat any 
scarce, maybe, but I think it's like uh, yeah, a lot of people eat a lot of bread. It's just perspective. I just there were less people, so there were less animals, so it's like maybe percentage wise, it was the same. You want to hear something crazy about lobster? Yeah. So I, they used to be for the poor people. Yeah, because there's so it. Do you remember the reason why? Just because like it was scroungy bottom of like the sea and yeah, so like yeah, rich people are like dunk. stuck their noses up to it right and so like Fucking poor so people bougie. were eating lobsters all the time and now we're like killing lobster tails lobsters. so good oh, i do that, love lobster oh my and that's the other thing so my Dipped grandfather kidding me my grandfather loves to hunt and fish loves steak loves lobster like loves meat and so whenever i go to visit him like sometimes we'll go fishing and like we he likes to cook, and he like always is like, oh, you have a good appetite, and whatever. So I feel like I haven't told him, and I feel like he's gonna be a little upset with me <laughs> that you're just eating strictly. Plants. Yeah, he's gonna have some like comment. I remember when you first Actually, told me I was gonna both. I was gonna get snappy, but I'm like, you know what? She's doing it for her health. She's not doing it to try and fucking save or change the world or like. <laughs> so it's it's. I feel like it's okay. I will say people have been pretty cool about it for the most part. Yeah. Nobody's. I feel like because like I'm not being like a dick about it. Like I'm a vegan and I'm above meat now. Yeah. So. The worst kind of people, man. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Did we, what? Did we have any other like main points? No, I think that like pretty much wraps it up. I think we covered most of it. Takeaways. Takeaways. Um, what might work for me might not work for you. So. If you want to try it out, try it. If you don't, don't. But I do think people need to pay attention to these freaking farms that are, like, contributing to global warming. And I think people need to pay attention to, like, the inhumanity of the treatment of these animals. Right. I think that's really important. Yeah. Because I don't think that's right. Right. Plus, like, these animals are diseased and we're eating them. So I think there needs to be some awareness. uh, Well, a lot of awareness because I think we need to change the way that the animals that we eat if we're going to eat animals and like some people say like well if we just ate vegetables and had a vegan diet like it would all like fix everything but i don't think that's going to happen yeah i mean i i think we'll be okay because of the 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 shift that i was talking about because now we have like and it's ridiculously expensive to shop there but whole foods that's something i'm like really grateful for is like i have that opportunity to at least like try this diet because like there are people that can't afford it yeah like organic food is expensive but you get what you pay for yeah you know what i mean like so is boar's head meat but it's it's really it's a lot better you actually know what's in it like it's an actual real animal yeah it's real animals are they raised humanely they are (laughs) i i think so i think so there's no steroids or like uh, what, what, antibiotics. Antibiotics, like at time of slaughter, so that's not going inside of your system. Because mm-hmm. you're eating what, like, what they are, what they eat. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. If you, when people hunt a bear and kill it, because bear are primarily like fish diet, the bear meat is fishy. Someone that I work with is making the argument that so animals eat plants, and that that's how they get their protein, and then we're eating the animals for their protein, but it's really only the protein that they got from the plants. The plants, yeah. I don't know how true that is. It's possible. But plants, but animals also eat animals, right? Some of them. Like the like the apex predator ones? Yeah. The bear meat's really good for you. Deer eat birds. Deer deer are responsible for so many bird deaths a year. I know, it's really? crazy. Yeah. 
All right, we're getting off topic. Yeah, huh? we are getting off topic. <laughs> but my biggest takeaway, I guess, would be from watching this documentary, I think the ag-gag laws, I think that's so dumb. Yeah. They should be opening their doors and letting people know how, like, humane and clean that their place yeah. is. Because that'll just drive business. And it's a win-win for everybody. Like, people can have a clear conscience buying from Purdue, knowing that they can go visit the factory and have a walk around. Kind of like going in a microbrewery and seeing yeah. how it was, like, built. That kind of thing. If it's clean and humane and everything is good and all their ducks are in a row, mm-hmm. literally, uh, <laughs> I, I think it'll be a lot better. Yeah. But yeah, I think this was good. This was a healthy discussion, literally. Yeah, because I think, and I think that's where people get off track is like people are so extreme about it. Like as, you know, like those vegans that are extreme of like, you're a terrible person if you eat meat. It's like, no, you're not a terrible person. Like this is the way you were raised. Like, yeah. It's a... I think you can't be too extreme one way or another because it just no. shuts off the other side. We should be able to have a conversation about it. Super like normal neutral. people. Yeah. And, yeah. So. I didn't flip the table. Wow. <laughs> Me either. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to us talk about veganism yeah. in this p- documentary. Sorry um, about the delay. We'll be putting out a bunch more. Yeah. We're going to go in. It's technically my fault because I've been busy. No, it's all good. And I, th- we're going to have ones where I completely disagree with you and we're going to go ape shit on each other because those are fun too. Yeah. Actually, side note, Joe and I had a fight recently. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we we can talk about fight. that. We could talk about that. Another time. Yeah, yeah. N- talk about another time. For sure. <laughs> but we went at it. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. All, all right, right guys. guys. Have a good night Later. and we'll see you soon. Peace.